Welcome to another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church. Serving and using what opportunities I have to help others. Some of the things that weaken me is when I get discouraged and disappointed when people don't do what you think they could or should. Or when the enemy starts lying to you and is trying to rob your confidence. Or he'll get you thinking about what hasn't happened yet and getting you looking at what you don't have instead of what you do have. There's some of the things that discourage you. What, what things encourage you? Maybe the few on my list you got, maybe there's others. Maybe you're creative and you love playing music and you just start to play. Or you're artistic and you start to draw. Or you start dreaming and creating and making things. Maybe you've got that ability to create and make things, whether you're a builder or a mechanic or, or a, a landscaper and you can just make and create things. Or you're creative in arts and all of a sudden, you wow, it just energizes you. Maybe there's other things that drain you. But here the Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. And I want to read the Amplified Version, which I did this morning, because this is so powerful. Philippians 4, 12 and 13, the Amplified says, I know how to get along and live humbly in difficult times. And I also know how to enjoy abundance and live in prosperity, as Pastor Pete was sharing at the offering time. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing life, whether well-fed or going hungry, whether having an abundance or being in need. I can do all things which he has called me to do. That's really powerful. This is what the Amplified, getting the original context of what this scripture means. So, uh, like I shared this morning, I, I will never ever be a really good surgeon or doctor. A, I hate the sight of blood, and B, I hate needles, so I would never, ever make it. And I can't go up to the hospital and, and tap one of the surgeons on the arm and say, hey, I'll do your shift today, and I can go in quoting, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's not just going to cut it, is it? That's just not going to work. Or if I go out to the airport tomorrow and say, hey, I'll take over your shift and fly the jet to Sydney, you know? Uh, that's just not going to work. I can't go and say, I'll do, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's just foolishness. That's not wisdom. What the scripture says, I can do all things for which he has called me and purposed me. Wow, that's what God's really saying to our lives. And it goes on and says, I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. Wow, that's that's a powerful thought too. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through Him who infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. Wow, wow, wow. That's an awesome, awesome verse. And I believe more of us need to get that verse, print it out, type it out, put it on your screensaver, do whatever, so you can say that verse over and over, get it into your spirit. Because it, let me tell you, the Word will strengthen you. It will bring power and strength and wisdom. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. In other words, Christ has already paid the price for our sin. And so anything we need can be provided and met in Jesus Christ. I'm ready for anything and equal to anything through Him. That's a really powerful statement. 
We all face things that are going to stretch us. In your workplace, you'll be asked to do a project or write a report or do something that you just think, I just don't know how to do this. That's when you pray and say, I can do all things through Christ is strength because it's in your field of responsibility. It's in your gifting. It's in your capacity. But you need courage. You need confidence. You need peace and strength to do it. Ministry. God calls us to do things, to pray for the sick, to share a word of hope, to sow some seeds of faith, to do a kind deed. And you think, well, if I do that, what's everyone going to think about me? See, you're letting the fear of man and fear hold you back from just obeying God. I love this verse. Through him who infuses me, wow, infuses me with inner strength and confident peace. When you worship God, when you honor him and make room, it's like he he infuses it into your soul. Flicks the switch and the electricity starts to run. Wow, it infuses you, gets into your spirit, into your heart, into your thinking. Often you'll feel his spirit, power in your spirit, but your mind will get in the way. Often the Holy Spirit will nudge you and you think, wow, this is awesome, I can, I can do it. Then your mind says, well, how am I going to do it? I don't have enough resources, I don't have enough experience, I don't have enough people. How am I going to do this? The reasoning mind will, will get, talk you out of so many things. What sort of self-talk goes on inside of your head? Are we listening to the Word of the Spirit of God or are we letting our own limited self-talk control us? Wow. God wants us to get a verse like this, get the promises of God into our heart. Jesus strengthens and empowers me with inner strength and confident peace. I love that. Because when you're at peace, you're not wasting a whole lot of energy. People think peace is the absence of strife. That's not the case at all. Sometimes you can be greatly at peace in the midst of everyone else's in strife, but you've got this peace and quiet trust in God. And uh, I remember the story, they uh, asked all these artists to paint the best picture they could find of peace. And so all these creative people started painting these beautiful sunsets and sunrises and, and beautiful water and, and uh, you know, just a lovely stream or flowers. And then someone painted this little eaglet sitting on this cliff with this 100-kilometer-hour wind roaring everywhere and the trees all bent over and here's this bird sitting there just totally at peace in the midst of the wildest storm and everyone else has been blowing off or running for cover because peace can sometimes be in the midst of the storm. It's a place of relationship and trust. And when you know God's strength in you, you can face anything. You can face anything when you are in a place of confident peace in God. You say, but my mind won't let me get there. Well, we've got to learn to listen to our spirit and his word more than just our reasoning minds. Because after a while, you've got to realize that the mind will catch up. But we've got to be strong in our spirit. I love the presence of God because it fires me up. I love being around evangelists and people who move in the supernatural because it fires me up. I love the prophetic word because it can just speak into your soul and do something that makes you come alive. It speaks from your future into your presence. That's what the prophetic word does. It lifts you with your vision to see what God wants you to become and be. And I see that favor of God resting on people here tonight and he wants to lift you.
Ephesians 3, 16 and 17. It says, "May in the Amplified, it says, May He grant you out of the riches of His glory to be strengthened and spiritually energized. Wow. There's been times I get in the presence of God and my spirit's jumping inside. You feel like you're going to jump out, out of your skin. You ever had that? It's just like, it's like a kid. They're just so excited when it's their birthday. Or they're just jumping and running and leaping and yelling and everything's happening at once because they're just so excited. How long is it since you've been so excited in God's presence that you almost feel like you're going to jump outside of your skin? Your spirit's going to explode within. Wow, I've had times like I think, wow, Lord, this is so unbelievable. This is so amazing. So it says we are strengthened and spiritually energized with power through His Spirit in your inner self, indwelling your innermost being and personality. Wow. So the Spirit of God will come personally, knowing your personality, your DNA, your way of responding, your way that you are encouraged, the way that you learn, whether it's by hearing or seeing or doing or observing someone else doing it. God knows how we tick because He's created you. He's created your personality. The awesome special parts of your personality and the parts that are still getting healed where the enemy or sin has distorted or damaged who you were created to be. And so God's Spirit is restoring you and your character and personality to what you were originally created to be. How awesome is that? And that's a lifelong journey. There's no set age when we've made it. Some people say life begins at 40 and some say life begins at 30. There's no set magic age or at 21. There's no set magic age when you've got it all together and you're you're free and can just find it. It's it's a lifelong journey because you can just get it all together and then you've got a controlling person comes in your life and tries to rob from you. Or you make the dumbest of mistakes. All of us have done that. Hey, we just hang out with the wrong people or make a wrong choice or we're under pressure and we go back to an old way of coping instead of trusting God through it. Hey, that's just being human. But I love that it says that He will infuse us into our inner being and personality so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. Wow. That's another good thought. He dwells, doesn't just visit. Some of us say, God, come and visit us. I don't pray that anymore. They say, Lord, come and dwell with us. Help me to dwell with you. Help me to be aware of your presence, whether it's in the excitement of a service like this, whether it's when you're home alone, whether you're in your family, whether you're with the in-laws and outlaws, wherever it is, whether you're at work, whether it's a great place to work or a challenging place, or in your classroom, wherever we are, don't ask God to come and visit you. Ask Him to come and dwell with you and in you because we're carriers of His presence. To dwell in your hearts through your faith. See, it's a faith journey. I can walk into church here and I have to choose to, by faith, believe that God's here and He's going to bring healing and breakthrough. That doesn't just happen. I just don't get here and say, Oh, who will I pray for today? I only am led by the Spirit, and so God shows me and speaks to me. But it takes faith to activate that every time. Just like you, when you're um, 
challenge to share a word of faith or sow a seed of hope with someone at work or in your family. It takes a step of faith every time. It's by faith. But the Holy Spirit's there and He gives us the gift of faith. And as you exercise, it gets stronger. But if you don't exercise it, it gets weak. Many of you know, eight weeks ago, I got hit by a car while I was riding my push bike and the slings off this week and the bones are healing up well. But now I've got to start using this, el- this elbow and this shoulder. I still can't raise it above that at present. To raise it up there, it still hurts because I haven't used the muscles for eight weeks and they've just become really weak and, and they've shrunk. And so I've got to just progressively stretch those muscles out. I'm going to physio tomorrow to learn the right exercises to help do it. And our faith muscle is just like that. If you don't use your worship muscle and your, your prayer muscle and your, your devotion in the word muscle and speaking by faith, if you don't use them, they quickly, I was staggered in two and a half weeks, I could hardly move my shoulder. I thought, two and a half weeks? That is unbelievable. And I'm reasonably healthy and strong. I thought, wow, if that's what happens to your body, it probably even happens quicker to your mind or your emotions or your spirit. Within days, within days, you can start to lose your strength if you don't use it and feed it. Wow. It's been a real lesson just with this whole um, accident and how God can work through it. And he told me, don't waste your pain. When you go through tough times, don't waste your pain. God always wants to show you some stuff. So I preached for two weeks. Two weeks after I had this, I got up and preached for two weeks on don't waste your pain. If you weren't here for that, you can get on our website and uh, get the podcast of that. Because God showed me a whole lot of stuff, how we just get upset and angry and frustrated when we're in pain. And yet instead we can find God in it and he can say, don't waste your pain. I'm going to use this to stretch you, to challenge you, to grow you, to trust me more. And I'm still learning how to do that. Ephesians 6.10 says, Finally be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Use your strength and your gift. Because God spoke to Gideon. He says, Go and rescue these people in your strength. But what He was saying is your strength that's linked to God's strength. And that's how powerful it is. Secondly, the Holy Spirit empowers us. So that we find Jesus comes and strengthens us. The Holy Spirit empowers. Ephesians 1, 13 and 14. In Him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the good news of your salvation, and as a result believed in Him, were stamped with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit, the one promised by Christ as owned and protected by God. The Spirit is the guarantee, the first installment, the pledge, a foretaste of your inheritance until the redemption of God's own purchased possession, His believers to the praise of His glory. The message says, it's in Christ that you once heard the truth and believed it, this message of your salvation. You found yourselves home free, signed, sealed and delivered by the Holy Spirit. How's that? Signed, sealed and delivered by the Holy Spirit. This signet from God is the first installment on what's coming. A reminder that we'll get everything God has planned for us, a praising and glorious life. Wow, I love that. The Holy Spirit's a guarantee. Every time I speak in tongues, every time I feel His Spirit stirring me to worship or to praise or to pray or to minister to someone else, I'm reminded God dwells with me and He flows through me. And it's a a guarantee of what we're going to walk into more and more in this life and for eternity. 
Wow. And one more verse, Pastor Peter used it, stole it from the Holy Spirit when he got up here. This is my last verse for my sermon. I said to Rachel, he's preaching my sermon. I said, that's okay, the Holy Spirit wants to run. So I'm just going to wrap up my message with this verse again. Ephesians 3 verse 20. The message, as Peter said, God can do anything you know, far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us, His Spirit deeply and gently within us. What a beautiful, beautiful picture. How does He do it? By His Spirit working deeply and gently. The Spirit of God's not there beating you up and saying, why don't you do this and, and get out there and do it. He's gently but clearly and deeply leading us to fulfill His purpose in our life. He's loving you and say, hey, you can do it. You can face this fear. You can overcome that addiction. You can handle the criticism that's come from those close to you. You can handle the lies the enemy tries to spin on you that you can't rise above where you are. The Holy Spirit just nudges, reminds. And sometimes the most powerful things God's spoken to me have been just a still small voice that I've almost missed. Almost missed. Every now and then he'll, he'll shout loudly because he knows we just, he needs our attention. Someone will preach a message just lines up and you can't ignore it. Other times he'll just gently draw close. But it'll be deeply and gently within us. The Amplified says in Ephesians 3.20, Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly. Well, I'm not sure if that's a, a proper word, but it's super over and above abundantly, more than all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes or dreams, Wow, and some of you are amazing dreamers. Some of you are great daydreamers when you're supposed to be working or studying. <laughs> but it says, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes or dreams. How? According to His power that is at work within us. Wow. So it's a simple message tonight. God wants to strengthen us. How? By Jesus, strengthening, empowering us. And secondly, the Holy Spirit comes and He does it in our lives. I want to remind you of the question we started with. What strengthens you and what weakens you? There's a few people here. That you've had some traumatic things happen in your life or some very painful negative things and you try to get over them. You try to let them go, but it's, it's almost like there's a rubber band attached to it and it keeps pulling you back to them. And you start to break free and all of a sudden you get snapped back to it. I want to let you know the power of the name of Jesus can break that because you're not meant to live under that anymore. Other people, whenever you step up to do something, you hear the words of someone in your past saying, you'll never amount to much. As Dion shared, you know, He's an alcoholic by the time he was 25 and some of his family and, and others and teachers said, you'll never amount to anything. You're born, you're just going to be 
live and die in the slums and in the gangs. And, but God had another word. And you've got to choose to listen to God's word for you, not the words of other people that will try and box you in and limit you. No matter what age you are, you've got to choose to say, God, I'm going to listen to your word, not the lies. Sometimes there's been trauma and abuse over our lives and it, it locks up parts of your personality and soul. And you, you, you find it hard to get through that wall of rejection. I want you to see Jesus reaches his hand through that wall of rejection and draws you through it gently and freely. Oh, Jesus. Worship team, come on up. What weakens you and what strengthens you? The Bible says, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. He works deeply and gently inside of you. Oh, Lord. Let's just stand in his presence for a moment. I feel his incredible love just reaching out to people's hearts and minds right now. close your eyes and just respond to his presence right now. Holy Spirit, he's just walking up and down these aisles and between the rows and reaching out to touch you. Maybe throughout this whole service he's been nudging some things in your soul. Maybe he's saying it's time to let that go. To shift your focus. To lift your eyes. To say, Jesus, walking away from that and I'm running after you. There's some people here and I, I just feel as you've had some really challenging difficult situations and circumstances that have happened just recently or have been years ago but they keep coming back and plaguing you. But the Spirit of God saying I'm going to help you to release that and walk free and live free. Oh Jesus. We're just going to sing this beautiful song. And, and if the Spirit of God's just tugging at your heart and there's some things that have been weakening you or limiting or holding you back, you say, God, I don't want to stay this. I want to become strong and free. And I want to be one who can help others. As we worship, just come and stand or kneel at the altar here tonight. We're not going to pray for everyone, but I just, I just feel the Spirit of God saying there's, some, there's a step of response for some people here tonight. Just come as we start to worship. Stay tuned for another exciting podcast brought to you by Bayside Christian Church.